And for a second straight day, a very emotional premiere when it comes to long-term care in the province. You just heard the press conference here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The big headlines, the province has now taken over those five homes, the five homes that they're the most concerned about from yesterday's report from the military. We also heard that six teams of two inspectors have been assigned to those five homes mentioned in the report, and one inspector will be there, will always be there. And also the other big headline is that the Premier announcing that there will be an independent commission that will hold public hearings and get answers in what he called a transparent way. Let's welcome in Charlene Stewart, president of SEIU Healthcare. It's a healthcare unit in Canada that represents more than 60,000 frontline workers. And Charlene joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Charlene, good afternoon. Appreciate you being here. Oh, nice to be here. Thank you. All right. An independent commission will be established. That's maybe the big headline out of today's press conference. Is that something you welcome? Do you think that this will solve what's wrong with long-term care? No. I have absolutely no confidence that the commission will uh, get to all the questions answered that we need answered. Um, I mean, he gave a really good, uh, strong uh, presentation on that presser today, but I have to ask, the public's asking for it, uh, I'm asking for it, frontline workers are asking for it, many are asking for an independent, transparent, non-government-influenced inquiry to be performed. Why is the government so firmly resisting that? That's the question. Yeah, can I ask you for those listening that might not know the difference, why an inquiry over a commission? Why would an inquiry be better in your estimation? Because it's totally independent and removed from any uh, government influence. Uh, the premier will be able to appoint everybody on his commission. Uh, I'll point people to anybody who even wants to look it up. Uh, when he did a commission into the deficit, when he took over government, and he had a former conservative premier uh, lead that commission, and when the report came out, and then when the Auditor General reviewed it, there was uh, like huge differences in the uh, findings in that. The commission absolutely will not, and I will not have confidence, that it will be independent and removed from this government. Uh, uh, similar to what we, the report we got yesterday from the Armed Forces, that is a totally independent uh, body uh, not certainly an inquiry because they are reporting their findings, not giving recommendations, but it would be something like that that's totally removed. And if he really means what he says in these, you know, compassionate, uh, emotional message that he's sending, then why wouldn't he give the public what they want, an independent inquiry, which has the right to summons uh, people to testify, including myself. I would love to be asked to be a witness to an inquiry, but I doubt that I'll be called at the commission. Well, speaking of uh, being a witness, the Premier, Charlene, was asked point blank this afternoon if he would testify if called. He emphatically said yes. Uh, does the government need to be investigated here, do you think? Absolutely, yes. I think in and, and the report yesterday, everybody needs to be uh, in, investigated and questioned, you know, including the homes that had great outcomes. We need to learn from that. What did you do that had the great outcomes that you did compared to these, you know, just very heartbreaking Results. And I say, you know, never mind me calling for an inquiry for my own reasons, but what about the hundreds and hundreds of family members that need answers to this? Answers that they should feel confident came from an independent source. 
Now, the Premier did also during this press conference back Minister Fullerton, the Minister of Long-Term Care today. There have been calls for her to be fired or for her resignation from the opposition, from the NDP. Uh, what does your union, which again represents 60,000 frontline health care workers, uh, what does your union think? Does the minister need to be replaced? You know, I, you know, I don't want to pass judgment on that right now. That's why I am strongly recommending an independent inquiry. If that is the outcome that's uh, brought forward from that, I think there might be a number of people who should uh, consider whether or not they have a future in this business. You know, the administrators being absent from those homes, uh, registered staff being absent from those homes. I mean, uh, corporations, I've asked them for all of these reports. And they say, yeah, they're, they're confident that it's happening in there. I think there's a lot of people whose uh, future employment in this industry should be questioned. And an, and an inquiry would provide that to us. All right. We also heard that the government has taken over these five long-term care homes that were mentioned in the military's report. Should that bring comfort, do you think, to uh, people that the uh, government has gone in and uh, taken over here? Because there's a lot of finger-pointing uh, going on, not the least of which is at this government and governments before it for, for decades, that there's been long-term neglect of what's going on in long-term care. And do you think that uh, the public should be satisfied that the government has taken over these uh, homes? Well, again, uh, I guess we have to see who it is that's going to be going in and managing. I mean, if you recall, we asked for that weeks ago, that the government take over and manage these homes. And surprisingly enough, weeks ago, he was told he didn't have the authority, or we were told by him that he didn't have the authority to do that. So now, obviously, I guess the armed forces has more influence over him, but he can now manage those homes. So again, it's, you know, it's all in the details. Who will be managing uh, will people be able to ask the questions of what is the authority of that management? Well, that's all important questions that have to be answered. But yes, absolutely, uh, these homes need to be taken over. And again, an inquiry has to be added to that. We're joined by Charlene Stewart on the line, president of SEIU Healthcare, a union in Canada representing more than 60,000 frontline workers. Uh, the government, we also heard, Charlene, the Ontario government has assigned inspectors to these five long-term care facilities and that they'll be there apparently around the clock. Does your union uh, welcome this move as well? Is, is the problem with the workers who need to be, do they need to be supervised? Uh, well, I think the whole service needs to be managed and overseen. Uh, the inspectors, I mean, yes, of course, uh, that's a uh, welcomed addition to uh, oversight. But again, uh, our history with inspectors, and I guess we'll have to see the outcome. But again, I, you know, I don't have confidence in the outcome. Uh, inspectors uh, why, you know, have recently been cut. Uh, and during the pandemic, they weren't in there uh, in person. I guess we have to see the outcome of that. Uh, even in the inspectors before the pandemic, they were giving homes a uh, heads up. Uh, the violations weren't adhered to because, yeah, inspectors have found uh, violations and placed orders. But they go back, you know, months later, the same violations, months later, the same violations. What's going to put com confidence back in the province is seeing action come out of this. And again, that's been lacking for decades. So I guess we all see what happens in the very, very near future because answers have to be provided and we have to get ready for the next wave. Do you feel that this is truly a tipping point? Is this a turning point when it comes to what's been going on in long-term care? Do you think not only in the province, but perhaps right across the country? You know, I truly do pray that it is. Uh, unfortunately, we've been here before. There's been many reports. Uh, what I'm hopeful is that 
you know, people like you uh, raising this conversation on your program, the public paying attention to it. It's going to take a village this time to get this done, and I'm hoping that the village will stick together and continue to put pressure on the decision makers and the people who can implement and force uh, changes to put those in place. Charlene, just finally, you mentioned a second ago you would love the opportunity to testify at an inquiry. If you were able to testify or able to talk to our uh, leaders, uh, sit down with the Premier or the uh, Prime Minister, what would you tell them? Uh, is there one thing that they could do immediately that would uh, make a big difference when it comes to long-term care? Uh, absolutely. They have to provide full-time staff in these homes, and they have to uh, pay these people a proper wage. I mean, they still haven't received their pandemic pay. Uh, that's going to be a problem when you pull that pay back from them um, in August or whenever it's going to be. So those are immediate conversations. Let's start taking uh, looks at, uh, look at the ratio to caregiver levels in the homes. Those things do not have to wait. And I would be more than welcome to sit down with anybody who will have that conversation, but also put it into action after we have the conversation. Because I've sat at a half a dozen tables myself and nothing's come out of it. And that is frustrating. So if they are determined and committed to put these recommendations into place immediately, then I'd be more than welcome to meet with anybody. Well, we really appreciate you meeting and sitting down with us here this afternoon, Charlene. Thanks so much for your time. You're welcome. Take care. You as well. There's Charlene Stewart, president of SEIU Healthcare, a union representing more than 60,000 frontline healthcare workers in this country.